Hey guys, great podcast for you today. Really, really excited. Uh, these are some of the, I'll give you some insights into what we get in our practice. Uh, not in our practice, let me say that again. What we get in our coaching groups that translates into your practice. We get so many false beliefs and statements that people talk through that they don't even know why they're saying it and they don't really, really understand. And so just to give you a preview, here are three. I don't want to feel sleazy when I sell. I don't want to send a lot of emails because I'll be spammy. I don't want to give treatments away for free because I won't maintain my credibility. And so as I often do, this podcast is all about me knocking down one by one the false beliefs that you currently hold. And if any of this resonates with you, I hope, I hope at some point you stop. You look in the mirror and recognize that these things will not improve until you do. These things will not go away until you do. If I can encourage you to do anything, for you guys out there that are driving to work right now, that are struggling in practice, that don't understand how we're going to make a living doing it, I promise you the issues are not what you think they are. If you're miserable right now, if you're struggling, take a look in the mirror. What's the root cause of all of this? Are we ready to address it? Because if you are, if you are, we have a community of people that have and have had wild success. And I would just encourage you, man, just give it a chance. Just give it a chance. Why not? You're worth it. You're worth it. Hey, before I go to the podcast, um, I wanted to let you know, because of the response that we had for our live event in May, May 20th and 21st, which is a marketing event. It is 80% marketing. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. It's world-class. We've got guest speakers. We've got uh, over, I think, 60 rehab chiros from all over the country and Canada making the trek to New Jersey to come to this weekend. Uh, we actually had to get a bigger room. We had to get a bigger room. I had to call the venue and see if they could help me. And um, we are going to be getting a bigger room, which means the good news is we've been able to open up more guest passes. So if you are currently in practice and you just want to know, how do I get more new patients? How do I build a consistent marketing funnel? How do I constantly get new patients in my door? How do I help my practice grow? One of the three main levers to turn in a practice to help it grow is marketing. And so we are going to spend this weekend two days doing marketing. If you leave that event with less than $10,000 of marketing ideas, then I failed you. I can guarantee you, you will leave there with significantly more than it cost you to get there. If it costs you $1,000 all in, if you don't leave with one idea that generates 10000 I failed you. And you know what? I'll give you your flight back, your money back. That's how much I believe in, in what we're doing. And so if you're not a member of our program currently and you want to learn marketing and you want to spend two days just immersed in learning world-class marketing, world-class follow-up, how to get new patients, you need to be there. You need to be there in May, May 20th and 21st. So we've opened up more guest passes. If you're not currently in our programs, we'd love to have you. I'm personally inviting you. I'm personally inviting you. So if you're interested, you can shoot me an email. Coaching at strivetomove.com. Just put guest pass in the subject line. We will get you an application. And then once you apply, we'll be able to jump on a call to see if it's a good fit. And then from there, uh, we'll allow you to book the ticket. So May 20th and 21st, all about marketing. Give yourself a chance. 
give yourself a chance. If you've done anything, if you've done the DNS, the MPI, if you've done any of the seminars, the clinical seminars, I know your clinical skills are where they need to be. But you know what? If you don't have the marketing skills, if you don't have the marketing skills, all those skills go out the window. Because you know what's really hard? It's really hard to treat patients without patients. If you don't have patients, you can't treat them. So if you're out there, if you're out there, and yet any inkling about improving your practice, about growing your business, marketing is the way you're going to do it. And so I hope, I hope someone takes me up on this offer. I hope a few of you that are listening, that are just wondering, that are sitting on the fence, that are getting splinters. We have a couple more guest passes open. You need to email me, coaching at strivetomove.com. Guest pass in the subject line, and we will send you an application. Can't wait to see you all there. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business School for the Rehab Chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. So as people in my sphere, so to speak, whether it's my student mentorship group in EYSL or it's my mastermind group or any of my higher level CEO groups or even my team, something that they will tell you is that language to me is very, very important. Let me say that again. Language is very important because if you're saying it out loud, if you're saying it out loud, imagine what's going on in your head. I read a book a few years ago by Trevor Moad. So people don't know Trevor Moad. Trevor Moad was essentially Russell Wilson's uh, mental conditioning coach. And uh, unfortunately, Trevor passed away a few years ago. The book was called It Takes What It Takes. And uh, one of the concepts of that book that Trevor talked about, which I really enjoyed, was the idea that you didn't need positive affirmations. You just needed to stop saying dumb shit. So say less dumb shit. You don't need positive affirmations, but say less dumb shit. Because when you say it out loud, the idea of it becoming true or it being true is significantly higher. And as I always say, imagine if you're saying what you're saying out loud, imagine what's going on in your head. Oftentimes, my first job when I start coaching a client or they come into my world is to just question them on some of the beliefs that they say, that they hold, that they hear, that just sort of gets into the fabric of who they are and what they are being. And if I can help them understand that what they might be saying, even though they believe it's real and they believe it's a fact, that it isn't, and it's just a story that they've either been told or now they are telling themselves, if I can get them to belief, to change their belief on that, usually we have a chance. We have a chance to do something. You know, it's so fascinating because I'm very well aware people come to me because they don't have marketing and they don't like to sell and all these different things, right? And at some point, we just have to help them understand the beliefs that they currently hold. And I see it all the time. And it's interesting because the people that have the most success are the ones that embrace this and the ones that don't, uh, they think that we're getting all woo-woo and we're trying to do all these kumbaya type things. And usually those are the ones that have the biggest trouble because they just can't get out of their own way. They, they, they can't even see beyond the false beliefs that they currently hold. And that's why they're stuck. And so it's very meta. And the reason they're stuck is because they can't see their false beliefs and they have false beliefs around their false beliefs. So what I want to talk through today is three of the most common false beliefs, the most common, I call them buzzwords, the most common things I hear, whether it's in my student group or in my mastermind group that I'm very keen on hearing. Because when I hear them, 
I have to make sure that I question and challenge them to the point that sometimes it actually is uncomfortable. I do that on purpose because I just don't see how any way through what we're trying to accomplish in a business, if we go along the world telling ourselves a story that is false. I don't know how else to say it. And so I'm going to go through three of those with you today. And hey, do me a favor. Um, If any of these three resonate with you, if you're currently not in our world and any of these three resonate with you, uh, shoot me a DM or or post on your story about why it resonated with you on IG, because I think we hear these all the time. And some of you guys driving might drive off the road like, oh, I think that maybe that might not be true. You know, I think the idea of this podcast in general is specifically to help get you guys think, you know, hopefully it questions some of the things you believe. I hope it makes you a little uncomfortable doesn't mean you have to change everything you think. It doesn't mean anything other than the fact that I want you to stop and question it. I would say if I've had any success over my whatever 10, 11 year career, it's that my friends will say, I question everything, which it's kind of annoying when you're my parent because <laughs> I question everything, but that's just the world I live in. I question what I currently think. I question the beliefs that I currently have, whether it's personal or professional. One of our core values in our company is, is strong opinions loosely held. And it's an ethos that I live by both personally and professionally. So yes, I have strong opinions. You guys know that you see me all over the internet with those strong opinions, but they're loosely held because I'm currently questioning everything that I believe. And I always want to be proven wrong. I want to see a better way to do it. I hope you guys feel the same way. So let's get into it. It's on the subject of, of doing emails. So something that I've done since I've opened my practice is every week, twice a week, three times a week. And now with our CRM and automations, we are often sending emails and texts multiple times a week to patients or prospective patients or past patients or future patients. And if you guys um, are currently in my world, uh, in our JR coaching world, or you have opted into anything in our, in our atmosphere or universe, you get consistent content from us minimum twice a week uh, at a minimum twice a week. You know, I send one weekly email and our marketing director sends another one. And obviously I'm on social media pretty regularly, but you guys get regular content from me. It's just something I believe in. And so a few weeks ago, uh, there was someone in our student group and I thought it was a great question. He, he said, um, you know, I don't know about sending so many emails because, and here was the buzzword, it was, I don't want to feel spammy. I don't want to feel spammy. And so for me, it's, well, why would you feel spammy? Well, because we're sending emails all the time. Okay. Tell me again, why would you feel spammy? You see, for me, the only way I would feel spammy is if I was spammy, if I was actually spamming people with emails. And if I actually asked someone what the definition of being spammy was, I don't even know if they would know. I would assume what's, when they say spammy, they just mean being annoying. You know what I'll say? The first thing is we all know people in our lives, sometimes ourselves, in order to do something we really need to do, someone needs to annoy us. Let me say that again. There are many things in all of our lives that we are just not doing, that not taking action on. And the only way we will is if someone annoys us. And so potentially, if you think spammy is being annoying, I would ask you, what is something in your life that you currently are not doing that deep down you wish 
someone would annoy you. I'll give you an example of this, a non-email example in our own practice. So we believe in consistent follow-up reach outs, one-to-one personal contact with people. We believe in training. We believe in a lot of different things in our practice that most other practices do not believe in. And a few weeks ago, uh, my, my admin, Lauren, who's been on the podcast, uh, she was, you know, we were in a team meeting and she was saying like, we have to remind constantly, constantly, constantly. And I kind of said to her, I said, listen, guys, I just want everyone to know here that I'm giving Lauren full permission to be a pain in all of your ass, every single one of you over and over and over because all of you need it. And so at that moment, it was like, Lauren, be a pain in everyone's ass. Remind them, remind them, talk to them, ask them if they're ready. Have they prepped? Have they done what they needed to do? So Lauren, go ahead and be spammy to our team. Go ahead and be spammy. I want you to be spammy. I want them to say, Lauren, shut up. You're so annoying. That's what I want. Why? Because we need it. We need it to be held accountable. We all do, myself included. We all need people in our lives to hold us accountable. So some of your patients that are having back pain or aren't your patients yet, they need to be annoyed and spammed. It's the most loving thing you could do for them. How you feel, your perception of it is almost irrelevant because you know what? If you have 10 people that are on your list that desperately need to be in your practice and if two of them give you the middle finger because you're spammy and the other eight end up as patients in your practice, I think you did your job. I'm willing to lose a few soldiers along the way that might not be involved in what we're doing or not understand or might want us to feel spammy. I'm good with that. Why? Because there's another eight that I know need to be in my office. Where does that land for you? If you don't want to feel spammy, where does that land for you? I don't care about being spammy. You know, one of my mentors said early on, and I think this will resonate, hopefully make you laugh a little bit. He's like, but, but Paul, uh, we don't want to annoy people and email them every day. Uh, we don't want to email them every day. He said, you know what? He's like, if I died tomorrow and on my tombstone, they said, Paul was a great guy, but he was really annoying. He was really annoying. He sent me useful content every single day. That was so annoying. I can't believe he did that. I can't believe he sent me useful content every single day. You know what? That guy, Paul, what a jerk. He spammed me with valuable information and he really wanted what was best for me. What a jerk that guy was. So when you start to think you're being spammy by reaching out to people, sending them constant emails, getting in contact with them, sending useful information to them, and you believe that's spammy, then maybe we need to check you and see what you are doing. Because I don't feel spammy. If I'm sending useful information, if I died tomorrow and they said, you know, that guy doesn't, he's a jerk. He sent me too much useful information. Okay, great. I can live with that. But you know what? You know what I can't live with? That guy, Justin, he never tried to help anyone. So if you feel spammy out there with your email, I would just question what that actually means to you. The second one. The second one. I don't want to sell because it's sleazy. Okay, well, what do you mean by sleazy? Why would you feel sleazy? Well, because the, the answer I got when I asked this was, well, I would give them something. I would prescribe them something as a chiropractor that they didn't need. Okay, so the next question, why would you prescribe them something they didn't need? silence. So if we're going to feel sleazy as a salesman, because we're going to try to sell someone a plan of care or treatments that they don't actually need, what the heck are you doing in your practice? 
That seems crazy to me. Why would you do that? Why would you do something? Why would you do something that they don't actually need? Why would you prescribe them something that they don't actually need? The nice thing about us being in the rehab world is that these patients come to us and they don't just get their back cracked. We do so much more, which is why I tell all my rehab chiropractors, you know, we are teaching people movements. We are helping them, guiding them. They are usually active adults that most likely need our help for a long period of time. And if you believe in, in, in teaching people movement and educating people on how to move their body, just like you would want them to exercise all the time, uh, there's very rarely a time that you're overdoing it with people. You know, you're not the traditional chiro. And so again, if you feel sleazy because you're prescribing someone something they don't need, then I would just question what the heck you're doing in your practice. Cause we don't, I never have same thing in my coaching business. I don't feel sleazy ever telling someone to do my program because I think they need it. <laughs> I never feel sleazy. Why would I feel sleazy prescribing someone something that I believe in? That seems silly to me. So if you don't believe in what you're doing or you're just selling someone something to make a quick buck, well, that's on you, man. I don't know how to help you with that. I mean, persuasion and sales goes a lot of different ways. There are people that use it for a negative. I'm not one of those. I hope you aren't either. If you are, what am I supposed to do? I mean, if you're a jerk or a scumbag, what's the, that's not on me. That's on you. If you believe in that, if you're, if you're so desperate to make a dollar off someone, you lie, cheat, and steal, then you are sleazy. But if you sit someone down in front of you and you tell them what they need and you believe it's good for them, then how are you sleazy? Why would you feel sleazy for that? I mean, you think the heart surgeon who's going to save someone after they had a heart attack and give them another 30 years in their life feels sleazy about uh, telling them what they need? I don't understand. Where did that come from? Why do you feel that way? If you don't think someone needs something, why would you tell them to do it? That's ridiculous. Now, inherently, what we're probably going after is there's a limitation in self-belief, which goes back to kind of where we started. You don't actually believe in what you do, so it'd be hard to tell someone else. So you not feel you feeling sleazy is more of an internal belief conversation, which goes back to where we started with a lot of it starts with us anyway. And then the third one, this we got this the other day. So uh, one of our marketing strategies is to find influential people in the community, you know, in our world, whether it's trainers or whether it's golf pros or, or, you know, running coaches, whoever in your community are people that work consistently with your perfect patient. And the conversation was about doing um, free treatments or discounted treatments to get these people in to create that relationship. And I'm not here to talk about the free treatment thing, that probably a topic for another day. But the, the quote that was made was, well, I'm afraid if I give away free treatment, uh, I'm not really going to be able to maintain credibility. I'm not going to be able to maintain credibility. Um, and so again, to me, I'm just going to question everything and say, well, what does that have to do with maintaining credibility? And the story that I'll tell, I'll give a shout out to my friend, Ryan Hager, who Ryan is the reigning New Jersey PGA professional golf coach, uh, instructor of the year. He's named by Golf Digest, one of the top instructors in the country under the age of 30 or 35. He's in his 20s. And just this past week, he invited me to teach at an event that he put on for the entire New Jersey section of PGA instructors. Basically, his credibility was on the line to bring me in to help speak to his colleagues. So that's his credibility. And so I don't think he would ask me if he didn't believe I had credibility because it was for him. It was for his own credibility. You know, his ass was on the line. 
But guess what? You know who I treat 100% for free? Ryan. So having credibility or maintaining credibility and what you charge or don't charge, it's not about what you're charging. It's about who you are as a person. It's about the results that you get. It's about the relationship you create. Having credibility has nothing to do with that. I mean, there are a lot of people that charge money for things that I don't believe have credibility. I don't see how they're both, they're related. And so if you believe you're not going to be able to maintain credibility, again, this goes back to feeling sleazy. This is not a money question. It is not a, it's not a prescribing someone something question. It's not being a Cairo question. It's a personal question. Why don't you believe you have credibility? Whether I charge $2 million or $0, it does nothing. It does nothing for me internally to create or not create my personal credibility. That's external. My credibility is not based on the money I make or money I charge. It's not that. It doesn't work that way. So if you believe that not charging someone or charging someone a lot of money is going to, you're going to go home and increase your credibility meter or decrease your credibility meter, again, we go back, what's the actual problem? What's the actual problem that you have? So if you feel sleazy when you sell, if you feel spammy when you do email, if you don't feel like you're going to maintain credibility by doing free treatments, I think in all three situations, we've got a deeper problem. We've got more of a problem. We've got to look ourselves in the mirror and really start to address the root cause of why we feel this way. And if you don't do that, I promise you, with everything that I believe, you're never going to get where you want to get to. You'll keep having new issues that come up. You'll keep having things that are in your life that you just don't understand and you, you throw out these random statements that you've heard from somebody else. But inherently, it's about you. That person that looks you back in the mirror, why don't you believe in yourself? Why do you feel sleazy? Why do you feel spammy? That has nothing to do with the email. It has nothing to do with the sales process. It has nothing to do with giving away free treatment. That's just a symptom. And if I'm you, if I'm you out there, and any of this resonates with you, and you haven't done anything about it, You better take action now because I promise you, it won't just resolve itself. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you. Thank you.